Quickly discovered and on the run, Octavia and Carhoon try to evade capture and collect valuable intel. What else lurks in Lake Ansel? Did any healers survive? Or was there a large-scale clerical error? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a dive. Hello everyone and welcome to Me, My Spouse and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. We left off last week in the aftermath of a riveting combat against a group of orcs who had found Carhoon's location as he parachuted uh, a bit off target into mm-hmm. the city of Lake Ansel. They did a number on you, but you survived. In the aftermath of this battle against the orcs, you killed most of them, mm-hmm. you and Carhoon, between the two of you. And uh, the rest, I believe there was a captain and maybe one or two others, Yeah, went fleeing after blowing a an alert horn into these alleyways, spider webbing throughout the uh, residential part of this town. Mm-hmm. Now you can hear heavy bootfalls surrounding you, echoing through these tight little brick corridors, even though the current group of orcs is on the run. You know that your location will probably be overrun by people responding to this call very shortly. Mm-hmm. Carhoon looks a bit rough. You look how you look. I look which like is a, a dinosaur. Bit rough. <laughs> oh, right. You're a dinosaur now. Uh, but a rough looking dinosaur. You're a rough looking dinosaur, and Carhoon is also there looking not great. Still a were bear, I, I think believe. He was, yeah. Has not transformed back. Uh, you have about five different alleyways you could dart down, but Carhoon chat, not chat, says over to you, like, I don't think we should stay here, but I'm not incredibly familiar with this town. Uh, We need to get out of the open. They're looking for us, so lead the way, Uh, dinosaur. (laughs) So Octavia kind of nods and then shifts back into her uh, Asimar form, her humanoid form. Um, Gets taller and not so gigantic. Um, And she touches Carhoon and is like, we have to be silent. And she's going to polymorph him into a barn owl. Okay. And then she's also going to shift into an owl. Wild shape. Okay. It's dark, right? Because it is night. it's nighttime. And so even if some areas are lit, ostensibly, her thinking is they can just fly up and away um, Mm -hmm. type of thing because there's nothing really for them in the city proper itself. Sure. So you turn Carhoon into a little poof. Owl. Mm-hmm. Not a bright white one so that it doesn't like, oh, look at the sky. There's a bright, beautiful white bird. <laughs> That's he all reflective. Instantly transformed into a tiny, feathery little thing mm-hmm. sitting like on the ground next to you. And you turn into a similar looking owl. Mm-hmm. And his big, owly eyes, beady little bird eyes look at you. And he'll follow where you go. So where are you going? So I'm going to fly up and over the city, um, kind of away from the city, um, because, you know, our mission was to get intel, Mm -hmm. see what happened to the city. 
we don't know exactly what happened, but we know what its current state is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's thinking of kind of finding some of those caves mm-hmm. that Pepper kind of the mountainside leading into the lake kind of like all the way back in the day when she hid in that cave and turned into a spider and she's thinking that they could maybe rest there or take some shelter there and send a message back to Stagpine. Okay, so you fly out of the city toward the lake looking for a cave. Mm -hmm. Or, Or some sort of sheltered nook. Okay, roll me a stealth check, both of you. For Octavia, natural three for a total of five. I'm assuming that the items that we have don't apply to our owl forms. Yeah, no, because you an owl. Yeah, and then for Carhoon, ten. Uh, so you fly. You don't think you're being incredibly stealthy, but you are a bird, True. not a person. <laughs> and you alight over the city and don't seem to notice anyone noticing you. Okay. Uh, you get out past the, the wall over towards the lake, curve around until you get to the rocky cliff side area, and you can find a little indentation to uh, hide out in as these birds. Okay. Well, would we be able to find something that's big enough to turn back into humanoids? Sure. Roll a percent. Survival. I mean, yeah, survival check. Ten for an Octavia, and then for Carhoon, thirteen. You find something big enough for the both of you to turn back into people. It's not incredibly, like, sheltered or out there, but you think it'll at least break line of sight if anyone happens to walk down the beach. Okay, perfect. You do that. Okay, what now? So we get into the cave, and um, Octavia will, uh, you know, transform back into her humanoid form, and she will uh, release the spell on Carhoon as well. He's going to stay in his werebear form because... He still can, um, and he doesn't want to have exhaustion quite yet. He's going to try to hold that off for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you both pop back into general humanoid shape Mm -hmm. in this little cave. Mm -hmm. What's the play? And uh, Octavia's going to pull out the sending stone, Mm -hmm. and she's going to, uh, it's like, you know, put it up to her mouth and be like, um... Hello? I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, you this, get like 20 is, some odd words. This is just like a one-way thing too, yes. right? Okay. Well, they can respond to you, but it's only one, two, and then one response. Okay. And we can do that twice a day, right? Once a day. Once a day. Okay. Um. So she'll, you know, count her words and be like, it's Octavia, like Ansel's, occupied, saw contingencies of orcs, fought them. Don't know what happened to any of the inhabitants. Didn't see any. And she'll send that. Send it? Okay. Say a few moments pass, and a message comes through to your direction. Mm Mm-hmm. That says something to the tune of, roger that, details. Okay. Um, Locations, numbers, if possible. Okay. Um, Something like that. Okay. I'm not going to count the words, but that's the general idea. Like, thanks for telling us that. That helps. But if you can get more information, such as where they are congregated, where the leadership is, where the troops are, fortified positions, crud like that, like they discussed in the meeting. Okay. So she'll be like, 
housed in the main. You can't send anything. Back. Oh, I can't. That was it? Oh wait, it wasn't it. They're back in there. No. Oh, uh, okay. So I can't. You can respond. send a message, and they get one response. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Sounds good. Um, in that case, all right. So Octavia is going to be like, I think we should wait here for like half an hour or an hour kind of catch our breath and do another flyover over the city so that we can get some more of these details um you know because we shouldn't i mean now we know that it's taken over but now we need to get those those finer points that sound good sure so does it seem like it's a safe enough place where we could, you know, do a short rest here? You do a short rest. Okay. You don't hear any immediate activity around you. Okay, perfect. So we'll do a short rest. Um, does um, does exhaustion leave in a short rest or is it a long rest? Long rest. Okay. So unfortunately, um, Carhoon is going to shift back into his... Well, I mean, he could just stay a werebear indefinitely, right? Do I have a time limit I was there? looking at it... Um, I don't remember and, if I did. Oh, it lasts up to an hour. Okay. So yep. okay. So in the it, it, during the short rest, he will um, shift back, you know, into his his burly his burly elf form, um, and then uh, Octavia will cast Healing Spirit for the both of them, mm-hmm. um, and just basically kind of have them get all. Healed and rested up. In use, that the, uh, use the post erotic version, yeah. please. So it's thankfully neither of us are too too. I mean, Carhoon went down twice. Carhoon, Carhoon's bad, but Octavia is thankfully not as bad. And with my now plus nine to every healing roll, yeah, that's nice. pretty huge. All right, the healing spirit errata changed it so that the healing spirit as opposed to basically being indefinite like it was uh, or infinite number of times like it was in the original Xanathar's the spirit can heal a number excuse me the spirit can heal a number of times equal to one plus your spell casting ability modifier mm-hmm. after healing that number of times so my spell cast spell casting ability modifier is wisdom which is a six so it can do it seven times mm-hmm. so Carhoon will get some healing that's probably back. enough I would think so. Let me just roll because I'm kind of curious. Even just nine times seven is sixty-three. Oh, perfect. So, I think that'll that'll do it alone. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she'd basically just have to roll minimum to get him back up to full. Yeah, she's back up to full. She can now wild shape again because she had her short rest, which is great. Finally, took advantage of that spell. <laughs> For the, like first time. Nice, nice. It's a good one. It is. I know. I can't believe I've never really used it that often before. Um, and she's going to be like, I, I, I think that we should just kind of do another fly over, um, y- you know, as birds type of thing. Is that okay with you? Uh, yeah, that, that should work. If he's exhausted, would that apply to his his polymorphed form? Mm, uh, probably not. Okay. I'll say no. I don't know, but I'll say no. Okay, sounds good. So we will, um, would Octavia know if it would be super weird to have, like, giant owls or, like, giant eagles flying around? Roll a nature check. Okay. Because, again, she's wanting... With advantage since you grew up here. perfect. Because she wants to be surreptitious, but also be as, you know, defensive as possible. Mm -hmm. 
14? Um, maybe not super common, but not unheard of. Okay. All right. So Octavia is going to um, kind of indicate that Carhoon should step close to the edge. And as he gets closer to the mouth of the cave, she is going to cast Polymorph on him again and turn him into a giant eagle. Okay. And then she is going to follow him. And it's cool. I'm imagining her. I'm imagining this cave kind of higher up on the mountainside because they flew in. So they didn't have to, you know, be on the ground level. And it probably would have been a bit more protected as well. So I'm kind of imagining her like running towards the cave mouth and like jumping out. And then like as she's in her humanoid form, like falling, she turns into this giant eagle and swoops out. And I'm like, that's a pretty cool Mm -hmm. looking mental image. Yeah. And so then they are going to circle back over the city, basically using their eagle eyes <laughs> to try to pinpoint some more of where, um, you know, like they talked about where folks are concentrated, where the, you know, if there's fortifications, X, Y, Z place. So where, where do you go first? We'll probably do like an external circuit and then kind of like a spiral make our way in inside so like kind of scanning around the town to see where folks might be camped out or where new fortifications have been built or if there are new war machines etc all right give me a give me a perception check for the general overview okay uh for both of us i assume yes all right so for octavia 17 and then for Carhoon 11 eagles have advantage for sight based perception checks okay uh you see Carhoon just sees a city he's looking around he's like oh that's pretty lots of little lights down there (laughs) he's still kind of exhausted even Mm -hmm. if it's not making itself made manifest yeah he's mentally tired you see uh spider webbing through the streets little torch fires moving around presumably uh you would guess like watch parties who are moving around looking for probably you (laughs) yep after that alarm was sounded there's a a buzz of activity down there lots of them moving through little alleyways and streets and going into buildings and coming out of buildings and whatnot um you see the most activity in this city is coming from a few main locations namely there's a lot of activity down by the hotels where you landed mm-hmm. and there's a lot of activity by the temples okay with that information what do you do would i from i mean i'm not don't have a military background or anything but would she be able to have just an estimate of numbers like thousands of or tens of thousands or hundreds even just like a general ballpark from here, it's hard to say. You know, there's probably uh, a dozen or so individual, like, search parties, you would think. Okay. You don't know how many individuals are in each of those search parties, and you don't know what that implies about the larger numbers that might be here. Okay. Do I see any um, newly built, like, fortification walls or anything like that? You don't. You see that the city walls do appear to be manned. Okay. They're a little... You know, fires along there. You can see some activity patrolling along the walls and in the watchtowers, but you don't see any new structures built. Okay. Can we do a pass 
over the residential section because Octavius really, I mean, obviously concerned and is like, did everyone who lived here die? Are they still here, but just kind of like held captive hostage? Were they driven out? So she wants to like make a pass over the residential section to see if it's, you know, uh, if only, you know, orcs are living there now, if she can see any signs of like humans having been there or still there. Uh, based on what you've been flying over and based on when you were on the ground, it seemed like most of them didn't appear occupied. Okay. You couldn't hear anything. There were no lights on inside. Lots of broken windows, stuff like that. So does it look like a city that was abandoned and then retaken or does it look like a city that was taken by force? You don't know. Can't tell. Okay. Can she find her house? Yeah. It looks the same. No lights on inside. Doesn't appear to be occupied. Okay. Is the window open or broken or anything? Yeah, there's probably some broken windows and whatnot. Could we fly in? Sure. Roll a stealth check. Four, Octavia. Seven. Carhoon. Eight. Yeah. He's... Oh, no. Uh, you fly in. You don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Like, you don't notice anything noticing you again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, where do you fly in at? So we would probably fly in on a upper story or something that would, because it's like, a you know, the shops at, on the first floor and then their, their living quarters, you know, are on like the second, third floor type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as high a window as possible just to stay as far away from the ground. Okay. You fly in okay. an upper window into one of maybe your bedroom and you look around it everything's still intact but it looks like it has been gone through stuff is you know the dressers have been emptied out their contents are spread across the floor stuff is kind of you know thrown off of tabletops and countertops uh looks kind of like a ransack job okay pottery is broken plates are cracked on the floor things like that does she see signs of like a fight having happened? Like, are there any? Is there any like blood on the floor or anything? Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, it doesn't look like necessarily a fight so much as like a struggle. Okay. Like, you don't think anybody got killed here because it doesn't look like there's blood spattered everywhere. Okay. But it does look like perhaps you know some form of conflict occurred. Okay. She's just gonna, like, walk through the house <laughs> as a giant eagle. <laughs> clip, clip, clip clopping through. Um, and she's just gonna, like, look at everything. Um, and I don't know, just, I feel like she's just kind of a little bit, like, like this is the last thing that she wanted I mean she's glad that she doesn't see them like having maybe died there but like this is the last thing that she wanted is for all of this to have come back to her house her home mm-hmm. uh, you wander through the other bedrooms it's a similar site uh, things again not like completely destroyed but things seem trashed mm-hmm. generally speaking after surveying the upstairs, probably head down into the storefront mm-hmm. area. The front windows are smashed out, and it looks like uh, most 
anything of value in here has been taken. Mm -hmm. So there's some, like, you know, worthless herbs and dried grass and common stuff still maybe scattered about. But all of the, like, good stuff seems to have been, you know, pillaged. Okay. As you're looking through these, like, I don't know if you've got racks of, like, baskets of Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. or shelves or whatnot. I think it's a combo. I always imagined, like, you know, baskets kind of suspended each like a like a tree kind of like a, a rope going through the center of them and there are different things in tiers uh so you're you're examining the bottom and carhoon kind of hops <laughs> on little eagle feet down the stairs after you and is kind of letting you look around and is is trying to keep uh watch in case anything should be approaching mm-hmm As you're going through the various things, looking to see what you could find, you're going through, like, one of these sets of baskets that used to be filled with herbs or spices or Mm -hmm. poultices or something, and, you know, you're seeing, like, empty, empty, little bit of dried, you know... Mint. Mint, yeah, in the bottom or something. And you pull one basket out, and you look down into it, and you see a pair of like reflective orbs staring right back at you what okay um do they look like eyes yes like actual eyeballs they look like eyeballs but those eyeballs are attached to a not incredibly small but kind of small furry little body (gasps) is this is this Carastus? And you see a small gray palace cat curled up <gasps> oh in this my, basket. Oh my gosh. Staring up at you. A giant eagle. Uh, oh, that's true. You're a giant eagle, so I guess you're kind of like poking at stuff with your beak yeah. as you see this. Well, I feel like she can, I mean, think of like a parrot, how they're actually able to use their claws relatively well to like hold things true. and, you are and, very and large. maneuver. And I'm big, so, and intelligent. Mm-hmm. So I kind of figured she'd be able to like stand on one clawed foot and use the other claw to like pull things out and like peer in it and things like that Mm -hmm. so you see who you believe to be your deva guardian carastus who has been out of contact for quite some time curled up in this basket staring up at you as if he knew he knew you were going to look in this particular basket at this particular time oh my gosh and octavia in bird form can't speak but in her mind, she'll be like, can you hear me like this? I assume you can. Uh, the cat yawns. Ah, widely. Blinks a few times and says, yes, this will do. Sh- should we stay down here? Should we? Is it safer upstairs? I mean, the window's kind of open. and It is dangerous everywhere, but we are safe for the time being. What happened here? I think you know what happened here. It's relatively self-explanatory. Well, I mean, like, where did everyone go? I mean, it's it's not like they're, I mean, you know, remnants of them here, thankfully, but Mm -hmm. still, like... They're not all dead. Okay. Do you know... Most of them were taken somewhere in this city. Oh, really? Yes, they are being held, although exactly where I cannot say my powers are diminished. 
What? Why? What happened? To There's you? just a lot of stuff going on, and okay. I can't devote all of my resources to one spot, and as great evil pervades this plane, my influence is not what it once was. Okay. Um, do, do you know if my family's still okay? I believe they are alive, although okay is a relative term. Yeah, I was more thinking of the alive part. I doubt that anyone really is okay. Yeah. You and your kind have showed great strength in the face of adversity, so... Okay. Um, ah, uh, I found the third soul. Indeed, you yeah. have done well. Thanks. I'm sorry I have been out of contact for so long, but again... My being here requires great concentration that is not readily accessible at all times, given the current state of things. Yeah, I mean, that I mean that does make sense. Um, so, uh, I don't have any indication of where the fourth one is. Um, do, is there any, any direction you can give? Or um, do you know if any of the clerics are still here? Or if they were wiped out, because I saw I saw a lot of activity at the at the temple, and I mean, maybe that's where you know the folks here are being held. But I don't know if they wanted to, you know, get rid of any sort of religiously associated person. What is going on at the temples is beyond my sight. There is great deception and corruption going on within this town that obscures. My vision. Is, is it is it Crag or I mean I know I saw I saw evidence of some of like I don't know maybe devilish association at one of the other camps. Do you think that like there's that here? And that's it what's feels happening? like this conflict extends beyond merely the material plane. Okay, I can say that much with some certainty based on my own celestial experiences. Well, I even saw it in the plane of water, so, I mean, Indeed. it's already spanned that, so that's not surprising. Okay. I, the plane of water is still generally a material plane, it's just not oh, the prime true. material that's plane. that's true. It's it a submaterial plane. parallel to, but that is uh, semantics. <laughs> uh, okay, um, so do you think I should still go after the fourth? I mean... Do you know if Craig found it? Because, I mean, I know he's looking for them, so... It is... As I said, my vision is clouded. There are so many active now that I, on my own, cannot say where or what the final lost artifact is or where it may be. I believe if you, with your resources, are able to ascertain its location, more strength would be better. However, I don't know if this world has the luxury of that much time mm -hmm. left. What you have now may have to suffice. Okay. Okay. Um, is there any other... I mean, I know you, I guess you don't know specifics or anything, but do you, of like, who's leading the, the, the charge here in this camp? Like, who's, who's the head honcho or, uh, I mean, 
Any other intel you've been able to see basically from the heavens? I cannot tell you much. I can tell you that there is great danger in this city, but you probably already knew that. Mm -hmm. There are corruptive forces at work, specifically here, that you must, must be on guard for. I have come to tell you that you have done well, that even though I cannot constantly be there, I am monitoring your situation. Thanks, that's... I am pleased with your progress. You have done well, you have grown greatly in power and acumen in many fields. <laughs> Thanks. Which is good, because we are going to need it, and we are going to need it very, very soon. I'm here to tell you that, without being cliche about it, the end is nigh. The forces of good and the forces of evil are going to meet on the field of battle very soon. And the victor of that battle will be the victor of this war. Okay. So, no pressure. Uh, yeah. But things are getting down to the wire. I'm telling you to be very careful here. There are forces at play that even I do not fully understand. Should we try to, I mean, our mission here has been to get intel and then leave, but, like, should I try to do something about this corruption and, like, stop it? Or, or is that something beyond that I could just do by myself, do you think? You must do what you believe you must do. That is one of the reasons why you were chosen for this job, because you are adept at following what, uh, your own path, so to speak. Whether you think it is the right one or not, you may feel like merely a puppet in the hands of the gods, but believe me, you are far from it. Mm. Things could have gone much poorer had we chosen differently. Okay. So, in short, stuff is about to go down, <laughs> and you need to prepare yourself for it. Three dragon souls is good. It okay. is very good. Okay. Many of my peers did not think it was going to happen, especially not with you. No offense, but I have always had faith in you. I have always seen your potential for what it truly was, and I hope that you have been seeing it too. Thanks. I I I, I think I have. Good. Um, can you, uh, you might not be able to tell because I'm. I mean, you, you. I'm sure you know. Um, can you heal me? Perhaps. This would require a great expenditure of power on my part, which would mean that if I do this, I probably will not be able to contact you until everything is done. Uh, um. Which may not be. Great. No. Um. That said, I'm not sure how much more wisdom I have to offer you. I do not know the location of the remaining dragon soul. I have already said my powers are diminished. I cannot see this plane the way I once could. Everything is obfuscated and shrouded in darkness. So perhaps this use of my aptitudes would be just, given the situation. I mean, would you be able to even just send a, a word, even if you couldn't appear to me? 
I will be watching. I will be monitoring. I will be with you in spirit. But I cannot manifest as I am here and now and as I have in the past. Is there... Do you know if anyone here in the city, any of the the remaining clerics would maybe have the power? I'm sure they do. And some still live, yes. However, I do not know how difficult it will be to reach them. If this is what you wish at the conclusion of our discussion, I can do this for you. I don't, but from then on, you will be on your own. I don't, I don't know if I want to do this completely by myself from here on out. I, I don't want to not have you at all be able to be there. But I guess if you can't do as much, I mean. It's been, I mean, <laughs> uh, really, fr- uh, you know, troubling and, uh, and hampering having to deal with it. So maybe it, it would be better, but... The choice is yours, but you must decide quickly. I'll let you think on it for a moment. I don't have much concrete to tell you. I'm here to encourage you that you have done well, you are continuing to do well, and you must steel yourself for the conflict to come. I believe you must follow... As I've said, your own path in the goings on of this city. Whether you feel you must act on your own to do something to help its plight is up to you. I've told you there is corruption here. I've told you there is great danger here. The one thing I do know, or rather, I strongly suspect you've asked who is in charge here, who is the leader of these forces, and I believe that Crag himself is in this city right now. So you must tread cautiously. I do not believe this is the end, but perhaps my sight is wrong. You must do what you think is right. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. I will leave you with that warning. Uh, I cannot remain here much longer. Nor can you. There is a patrol of hobgoblins approaching at this very moment. You must make your decision, and you must leave, or at very least conceal yourselves so you are not found out. Or you could kill them all. <laughs> the choice is yours. I, I feel like that wouldn't be particularly uh, uh, under the radar, um, which I know I haven't been really good at lately, but I'm, I am trying to be better about that. Um, okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna miss not seeing you again for a while. And depending on how things go, I, I guess I might not ever again. But... Well... If you die, you probably will see me again That's much true. sooner than, you know. That's true. I guess I meant in this kind of uh, way, communication form, plane thing in this way. Uh, I mean, do you think it would be... I mean, I know you said your power's diminished and your sight is, is clouded, but do you think that you're going to get information that would be helpful down the road? I can't guarantee anything. I mean, if you do not 
want me to heal you now, I understand, but I, I also can't guarantee I would be able to contact you before the end of all of this anyway. Perhaps I can, perhaps I can't. I cannot see the future, I can only see the current and even then not very well and make predictions based upon that. Now, my predictive powers are very good, better than those of a mere mortal, but I am not infallible. Right. Well, I think that being cured would be an actual tangible benefit. And if we're not sure and you're not sure if even if you'd be able to see me again and then even if we are able to have another conversation, it, there might not be anything new. It'd be great to, you know, catch up, but you might not even have anything for us to talk about, so if you wouldn't mind healing me. Make it so. I <laughs> uh, stands up and reaches out a little paw, puts it on your beak. <laughs> and he glows very intensely for just a moment and then whew, it's gone. He says when you revert from this form, mm -hmm. I believe you should be feeling better. Great. Amazing. He yawns again. However, I'm very weak now at this point. I will give you a final wish of good luck, but I must go. Goodbye, Crastus. Follow what you think you must do. I chose you for a reason. Okay. It was, it was really good to see you. Thank you for finding you. me here, especially of all places. Yes. Good night, and good luck. Goodbye. I will be watching you even if I cannot speak. And that, and that, even that's a comfort. Farewell. All right. And then he just kind of goodbye. Fades into nothing. Oh man. And you hear outside the barks of a goblinoid language and footsteps approaching and the flickering torchlight coming down the street towards your shop. So, um, poor Car bird Carhoon is, is probably just like standing like, in silence the whole time. <laughs> and so uh, Octavia will kind of like point with her, her wing up towards the stairs and gesture with her head and uh, kind of skitter over to it so that they're not, you know, like too big giant eagles in this shop randomly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they'll scuttle back up the stairs do giant, giant eagles speak a language right no, well see they can understand both common and arn but they can't speak it I see. which okay. is handy they can understand but annoying that they can't mm -hmm. speak it uh so you hop upstairs a few moments later you hear the door kick open and, you know, barks and <laughs> coming from down below. And you can hear at least like four to six individuals oh kind of clomping around. You hear more baskets being overturned and people looking and, and shouting back and forth, you know, clear, clear, and goblin. <laughs> yeah. You're on the top floor. What do you do? Um, does it seem like they're going to come up the stairs or are they just doing like a first floor sweep? They're doing a first floor sweep now, but uh, after a moment they start, you, you think they're probably going to move on. Okay. As some shouts get closer to the stairwell. Okay. Um, she's trying to figure out a way to say all this to Carhoon. I mean, is I mean, like, I know that animals can communicate with each no. other, like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in real life. Nope. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't sure if there was just some sort of like some basic 
things, she'd be, not obviously like in full sentences, but be like, people in. He can hear them. No, 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 no. She wanted to tell him, like, the people are being held in the temple oh, or in no. the hotel yeah, type of that's thing. That's going to be too difficult okay. to communicate through bird pantomime. <laughs> okay, it was, wasn't sure, wasn't sure. Um, well, regardless, hearing that they're all tromping up the stairs, uh, she'll again gesture her head out the window and will we'll fly out. Okay. You wing away, Carhoon jumps out and follows. Okay. Where do you go? Well... As you fly out, you could see, you know, the torchlight kind of moving up to the second story, and you can hear fading in the distance those voices rummaging around and doing a thorough search of the entire building. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she'll she'll try to fly, like, really high so that she's not as, um, you know, noticeable as being a big bird, but she would like to do a circuit over... You're a giant yellow puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big Bird couldn't fly. Um, she wants to do a circuit over the temple and over the hotel now that she knows that, you know, the people of Lake Ansel who survived are ostensibly, it seems, being held there. All right, where do you go first? Um, let's see. The, the hotels are kind of like in the middle of town, right? And the temples are... The hotels are down more by the lakefront. Okay. The temples are more near the center of town. Okay. Well, she'll, since she has already flown by the, um, <laughs> the hotels earlier this evening when she plummeted, um, she'll take a, take a circuit towards the, the temple. Okay. And then also since she was specifically trying to find info about the clerics, that would be helpful to be able to maybe see what she can glean. All right. So you wing towards the temples. In the center of town, there are three temples, one devoted to each of the primary deities of Moir, Al-Saloon, Al-Fanor, and Al-Absalon, although the temple devoted to Al-Absalon is the largest and most prominent in this town, as it is, you know, primarily the... It's the primary one of this city, mm -hmm. known for its healing and therapeutic powers. So people come, well, used to 15 years ago, come from all over the land just to hang out in this temple, get a nice magic massage, or if you're afflicted by a horrible disease that normal doctors and clerics can't heal, this is where you go. Like translucent skin. Yep, like translucent skin, which you hope should be gone. Hopefully, fingers crossed. You'll Feather, see. Feathers crossed. Feathers crossed. Uh, you wing towards this set of three large towering buildings near the center of town. The most prominent, even though those hotels are quite magnificent, the most prominent in the entire city. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What are you looking for? What do you do? Um, well, I know that the Temple to Al-Absalon, you know, has a bell tower. Because, again, back in the day, mm -hmm. uh, Octave, like we, we baby Octavia had her first fight with Hobgoblin there. Mm -hmm. um, so she's going to... See Stupid if Hobgoblin, who couldn't hit freaking throwing knife, <laughs> save her life. All right. Um, I think she still has its mask that she kind of like kept as a weird keepsake. Um, with it being the biggest um, temple, is it? Does it seem like if they like land on the roof, they'll look a bit more like normal sized birds, since they'll be so high up? If that makes sense. 
You know how gar- like on a cathedral mm-hmm. gargoyles are huge, <laughs> but from the ground they look, you know, like normal size. Probably. But as you are approaching and flying around, you notice that there are already creatures on the top of the temple. Oh, okay. Roll a perception check. All right, for 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 Bird Octavia, non-natural 20, and then for Carhoon, non-natural 21. The I mean, both obviously. of you see, it looks like several uh, humanoid-sized individuals, and with a 20 slash 21, you can see these look very similar with your sharp eagle eyes. They look very similar to the uh, guards that you fought in Montignon prior to Crag's appearance. The real nasty ones. And you see that next to them look like giant bats with saddles on them. Okay. I feel like as soon as they see them, I feel like they like almost kind of like like a SWAT team when they see something just like it, like like their one body just divert and fly, you know, either to the left or to the right mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, make their way around them and, and not be, you know, making this straight beeline towards them. Yeah. So those are, there's three, it looks like, three of these guards and three giant bat mounts situated on the top of this temple. So the temple, uh, it goes like straight up and it's got a big sort of observation room at the top Mm -hmm. for the highest level uh, clerics of Al-Absalon to perform the most important rituals and big windows all the way around. Kind of like the Space Needle, but more fantasy unless, you know. Architecture, uh-huh. uh, and then yes, there's a bell tower that kind of goes alongside it that you would be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these things are on top of that large, you know, uh, kind of ritual room. So you see those and immediately divert away. Okay. What's the plan? Um, what is the scoop with the other temples? Do they also have creatures on the tops of them. Uh, or? Roll me another perception check. All right, for Bird Octavia, 13, and Bird Carhoon, 12. Um, You can see there are other individuals kind of patrolling the tops of them. Okay. They don't have the same mounts, and you're not sure if they're orcs or what, uh, but you see some individuals moving around on top of the other ones. Okay. You would guess that as the temple itself is not as prominent, it's probably not as fortified as the mm-hmm. temple to Absalom. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Okay. And then as we've been doing the circuit over um, you know, the surrounding areas of the temples, would we have been able to get any kind of um, count as to you know, maybe numbers of the patrols that we're seeing or again, some sort of estimation of Crag's army? Army? No. Again, okay. you, you know how many patrols you've seen, you know, a dozen or so little search lights looking for you, and then there's, you know, several dozen spots along the walls mm-hmm. that you can see people camped out, but in terms of, like, you don't know, this army could be a couple hundred, it could be a couple thousand, okay. you're not sure. Yeah. Okay. Because you haven't seen the bulk, bulk of, of these it. horses. Yeah, okay. And there's no one encamped outside of Lake Ansel, right? You don't like see Like there any. used nope. to be? Okay, so they're all inside the city it seems or, or that is gone. what it appears okay 
She would then like to kind of make her way, wing her way towards the lake and also then do another circuit over the hotels. Okay. Wing towards the hotels. Roll me another hotel perception check. All right. Again, Eagle Octavia, 21, and Eagle Carhoon, also a 21. Great. Uh, the two of you see, so the two the two hotels down there, the Grand Myrmidon and the Diamond Dragon. You see that there appear to be patrols on both roofs. Okay. However, it looks like you would get the sense uh, the Grand Myrmidon looks like it's been, yeah, we'll say fortified, but not necessarily in the like, it looks like it's been boarded up chained up like fantasy barbed wire around the roofs maybe like a a quasi palisade wall around a lot of it okay you're getting we'll say stronger kind of like prison vibes from the Grand Myrmidon Mm -hmm. like a makeshift holding place looks like they're trying to keep things from Escaping rather than keeping things from getting, getting in. in. There seems to be there were patrols out front that you almost encountered mm-hmm. when you initially landed. However, the Diamond Dragon does not seem to have that same sort of fortification. It seems like there are patrols, there are guards, but this is the one you had heard the kind jovial, of like jovial yeah. sounds coming out of. Uh, so I'll let you do with that information what you will. Okay, so it kind of seems like, you know, maybe they're using, yeah, the Diamond Dragon as, uh, you know, holding all of the troops and then they're using the Grand Myrmidon to kind of hold all of the the people from the city and then, you know, doing maybe holding more troops in, in the temples. Um, was it more active around the temples? There was still, like, you know, troop activity going on around the temples, right? They're patrols. Okay. How long does Polymorph last? An hour? It lasts an hour, yeah. Okay. And so, okay. So getting some more of this info and seeing these things, and and now with the context, because, you know, she had seen the Grand Myrmidon being, you know, kind of boarded up and having this, you know, fantasy barbed wire and everything before, but didn't really know why or or what it was for. She's going to try to find, like, a corner of the city that doesn't seem to be having those, you know, torchlights going through it or or a, a section that's maybe more destroyed that the troops would have less interest in so that she Mm -hmm. and Carhoon can kind of like make a game plan for going forward. Okay. If there is such a place, it's not a huge city, so. Well, there are lots of still watch parties out from your earlier fracas. So finding a place in the city might be a bit difficult, but not impossible. It seems like there, no one is occupying the residences. Okay from what it looks like. Mm-hmm. There are patrols kind of wandering through there looking for you, but you think, I mean, most of those buildings looked abandoned. You could probably, if you're not seen going into one and you stay quiet, might be a decent place. Okay. I mean, they could go back to or the mushroom cloud the- because it's already been searched. So, I mean, they're, you know, they have to be at least somewhat organized to have had this 15-year, you know, uh, assault on the continent. So, I mean, I don't think they're maybe just haphazardly, you know, running up and down the... Maybe have some sort of systematic 
um, way that they're progressing through. Or at least it would maybe be a little bit before the second wave of patrols would come by. Maybe. Uh, what do you what do you do? Yeah, so I think she's just gonna she's gonna wing back to the residential area and um, wing back towards the mushroom cloud. Keeping an eye out, like, you know, if mm-hmm. they're if she's seeing that there's a patrol, you know, right outside the mushroom cloud or, or in that general vicinity heading towards the mushroom cloud, she'll try to find something else but if it seems like that you know patrol that they encountered has passed by and it seems quiet she will fly in roll me a perception check as you approach 14 for octavia and 23 for carhoon so you're flying towards it and you give it a look over you don't see anything you're like all right this is good you start making a beeline for the window Carhoon kind of swoops a little bit in front of you and it's like <laughs> kind of like crossing his little bird legs and like I don't know uh-uh. okay he does that and kind of tries to communicate like a uh, shakes his head and flies up okay I'll follow Carhoon you zip up you didn't see anything in there but you would guess that Carhoon might have had a bit of a keener eye yeah. than you. Okay. <sighs> okay. Well, then, uh, I guess we'll maybe just look for another abandoned house. Okay. Roll me a survival check. Well, that is a crit fail for Octavia. Oof. And for Carhoon, 17. Uh, so you're a bit confused as you fly up and you're like, but I didn't see anything. Yeah. Carhoon just sort of looks at you and he nods his head and starts diving towards a particular section of the the block. Awesome. And you see him kind of beelining towards a particular house with a big open like attic window mm-hmm. and you don't see any nice. torches in the general vicinity. Okay. And he just zips inside. I will follow him in. All right. Both of you roll a stealth check. Okay. Natural 20 for Octavia. Solid. For 23. Cool. She's only ever stealthy as a bird. Well, and that's a natural 7 for a 10 for Carhoon. Uh, you get in. You don't hear anything reacting to you. Okay. Um, Octavia will transform back into her normal self, and she will also drop the spell on Carhoon so that we can kind of regroup and make a plan going forward. So she will uh, be like, so that was, I mean, that was, as you can only probably imagine, that was Carastus and finally, finally talk to him again. Um, It it seems like there are some people from Lake Ansel that are still alive. Um, He he thought that my family was still alive, maybe, um, and mentioned that they were congregating like at the temple and at the hotels. And as you saw when we flew over, uh, that one... uh, that one hotel there is like super fortified, like has the, it's all boarded up, and it seems like maybe that's where they're holding all of the, you know, like Ancillians. Hmm. Um. So, oh, and um, Crag is here. Oh. Yeah. Um, and apparently there is a big, dark, corrupting force that is was obscuring Karasis's vision over the city. Um, so that's Wait, also hold on, hold not on, great. Hold on, hold on, wait a second. You look great. 
She'll like look at her hands. And your hands, miraculously, are back to normal. Yay! <laughs> oh, awesome! I uh, he he. Uh, I asked Carassus if he could heal me because, I mean, I don't have the power, and we keep not coming in cr- contact with a strong enough cleric. So, I was like, well, I mean. Maybe an angel could heal me, and, and he was That's able good, to. Yeah, good plan. So, um, but that means that I don't think we'll see him again for a really, really long time, because that mm. took a lot of his power well, and strength. That sounds like a decent trait to me. That's kind of what I was thinking. Look, I didn't mean to stop you back there. Oh, no, that's fine. I feel Whatever was. Too. Good, good. Whatever was searching your house, um, they were still there. Okay. And it looks like they were trying to be sneaky about it. So I think they were waiting. Waiting. I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, we should be careful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't doubt that they know. I mean, they know we're here. Right. And but I'm... now I think they might know that it's we who are here. Well, I, I don't think Crag's stupid. I'm sure as soon as he heard that... Uh, you know, well-built elf and a person who turned into a dinosaur showed up. I-, I don't know how many other duos like that are out and about in Moia right now. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, yeah. So that's that is the only unfortunate thing. Well, um, let's uh, take a minute, think about what we know, and try to make a plan to yeah. uh, figure out what we need to figure out and get out of here alive. Yeah. And I think in the meantime, maybe uh, maybe we could pick up here next episode. Oh! It seems like a pretty good space to stop, I think. <laughs> I, th- I, I do think so. I could use a week. Yeah. All right, sounds good. I'm great at coming up with plans, so, uh, you know. You go sit in that corner for a week, and I'll sit in this corner for a week, and then we'll come back and <laughs> talk to each other, okay? Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, good plan. Great. Good great, plan. Great. Good talk. Okay, okay break. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed what you heard as we are trying as to have some sort of subterfuge, which, as you can imagine, I'm not great at planning on and for and making plans for um if you like what you heard you can get in touch with us we are active on social media both twitter and instagram and our handle is at and die podcast we love hearing from our listeners um and you know who your favorite npcs are and your thoughts on our dumb jokes um and uh just love uh, hearing your reactions to our show all right everyone catch y'all next week <laughs>